Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, the recruitment for the 2024 Olympics, it is underway. So who do we think could represent the United States in Paris next summer? Well, Chinea Gumake and Zach Lowe, they have some thoughts on their ideal starting five. Plus, speaking of international play, the FIBA World Cup MVP, Dennis Schroeder, he is stopping by live. He's had a busy morning. Don't miss that conversation. And Om Young Masuk, he had a one-on-one interview with Draymond Green. Wait until you hear his strong feelings on the Warriors winning not one, but two more championships. Let's get it started. Hi, everybody. Welcome into NBA Today. She is Shanae Gumake. He is Om Young Masuk. I'm Malika Andrew. Zach Lowe is going to be with us in just a little bit. But Om, as I just mentioned, you sat down with Draymond Green over the weekend. A little bit of, of Michigan State love happening there. He had some comments, though, that I think all of us should just take a listen to together. The emotions just pouring out means so much. Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place, the fourth title in eight years. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. You, Steph, and Clay are going for a fifth championship. What kind of conversations to put you three guys in as far as not only like as far as team dynasty, but also individuals? When you start talking about history, uh, five championships. Like, I think that obviously it puts us in, in rare, even more rare air than we are in. Um, but it's the goal, you know, and, and by the way, the goal isn't to stop at five. The current goal is to just get to five. And, you know, it, it puts you in a, in a totally different conversation. I don't, I don't like to necessarily put a number on things, but I don't see why we can't get two more championships. Why not? I don't see anything in a way stopping that. There's great players in the NBA, I don't doubt that. But I don't see anything stopping us from getting two more championships, so why not? As the Warriors will dribble it out, will come up short here against the Lakers. To be, uh, to be fair, I think um, this team maxed out. How do you get back to being a championship team? We have to bring this group back together as one. Have to be a team. You can't win um, with a group of individuals. Never works. And so we have to make sure that we're doing the necessary things that we have to do in order to form our team again. That's what made us unbeatable. You couldn't break our team. You may break one guy, you may break two, but you can't break this team. And that's what made us unbeatable. I think our culture, uh, the fabric was a little off last year. We need to get our culture back. And I think everyone is committed to doing it. Earlier this morning, video surfaced of the altercation between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. You re-signed a four-year deal to come back. Did you ever have any doubts that you would be back? I mean, I, I think I, I'd be telling you a lie if I said no. Um, anytime you don't have a contract, you have to have a doubt because this is a business and at any moment it can change. Uh, with the way the year started last year, um, I heard all of the noise and if I'm honest, 
That didn't necessarily give me doubt. What gave me doubt is that I didn't know if I would have the opportunity to redeem myself. Not that that thing necessarily happened. When the world is saying, oh man, now all of a sudden you're not worth the money you make. You know, or you're the cancer and you're the problem four championships later. And for me, I was thrilled to have the opportunity to show that, no, I'm, 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 I'm bigger than this moment. We have some monster breaking news. The Washington Wizards have agreed to send Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we got new faces in, and I'll be straight up about it. Like, my goal this year is to help Chris Paul get his first championship. That's my goal. It's not to redeem anything about Draymond. My goal is that we can help Chris Paul get his first championship. How weird does that sound coming out of your mouth that you just said, I want to help Chris Paul win a championship? <laughs> he has even said himself that he was a sworn enemy of you guys for a long time. One to ten. What did you feel about that guy? He loved it. I hated him. Eleven. Eleven. But I think that's also a, shine, a sign of respect. And, and I'll be honest, I wasn't the most thrilled initially. Like, man, we're thinking about bringing Chris Paul in. I didn't say no. I definitely didn't say no because, I, again, I know who Chris Paul is. I know what Chris Paul brings. But it was just like, whoa. All right. Cool. All right. And then, and then it takes a little adjusting, like, wow, this is real. We've, we've gotten together as a team. We've kicked it together. And the vibe feel great. Did you have to talk to him on the phone? Or did you have to talk to him in person? Initially, we all kind of gave him a little time and space. Like, you, you know, touch base, like, yo, man, happy to do And then give it a little time and space, let it set in. I'm a student of the game of basketball. And Chris Paul is a, a master. And I'm looking forward to learning from him. Raymond to Curry for three. Boy, that's magic. Steph was texting me yesterday. And he sent me, like, an old shoe of mine that he has. And he's like, what year are these from? And I tell him the year. And he's like, wow. And I'm like, man, good times. And his text back is like, yep, we still right here. We ain't going nowhere. Fantastic work, Ohm, and thank you, Draymond Green, for the time as well. I, I, there, there's so much to unpack from this interview, but I wrote down, I wasn't the most thrilled initially, and then I can't write down the hmms, <laughs> and the, like Draymond Green acting out, thinking through the Chris Pollock. Was it, does it feel fair to say that maybe he was a little bit taken off guard by this? This is what I love about Draymond, is that he doesn't hold back, he doesn't hide yeah. his emotions, and look, I think it would have been very easy for any team to be like, no, we absolutely embraced him with open arms. Draymond is admitting that they had beef, you know? I mean, this is a playoff rival that he was trying to beat. I don't know, beef might be a little too strong. No, it's true. I think there yeah, was beef I there. Was beef yeah, no, like, I, I actually <laughs> asked him, I said, is this like Pippen well and Rodman teaming up together and having to find a common bond? And he said, I hope so, because those two made history together. But I think he had to, he said it. He said, we, I had to wrap my mind around this. Yep. I had to give it some time to digest both sides. Yeah. But then he said, we got in the gym together. We've seen each other. We've had face-to-face -face conversations. And I think Draymond feels more comfortable probably with that this is a more veteran-laden group. 
Obviously, I think he knows he played a part last year in yes. the fracturing of that team chemistry, obviously, with the punch. But and he couldn't he admits he couldn't lead the same way he did mm -hmm. or is accustomed to. I think he's looking forward to now that this is a veteran group. I think he feels like the chemistry is going to be good. He knows there's another hump they got to get over once they're Absolutely. actually on the court together. Because, listen, style play. You wonder if this is going to fit, right? Warriors tend to hold the ball for like less than three seconds, each of them. <laughs> right. They move it so fast. And Chris Paul, yeah, it was just like over five seconds holding the ball. But what I like, and first and foremost, fantastic interview. And yeah. I really appreciate anytime Draymond grabs a mic because he's vulnerable, he's honest. He may not always be right, but he tells you exactly what he's thinking. We need more of that. We need more athletes to be that candid. But yeah, I think it's going to work because they already are saying, hey, we want to get him a championship. It's yeah. not like we want him to start. We need him to have the ball. It's like our goal is for all of us all of us this unit to be there at the end of the year saying we have the trophy so that's one right. to level set and then the basketball I mean CP3 I mean we know the Warriors they play with a high pace yep. but they also have high turnovers sure and I think bringing in Chris Paul was this idea of let's slow down mm -hmm. our guys are getting older it's a fact of life including Chris Paul but his IQ is still there right he's someone who is third right now all time in assists he averaged over a career 9.5 assists per game so they see value in that now seeing how it works together we will wait and see because it's going to take a while for right. them to build that chemistry but I appreciated so many different things I wrote like so many notes down because we learned a lot of gems and we see sort of how the what do they say the sausage is getting made in Golden yeah, State exactly it feels like the Golden State Warriors are going to need to invoke the S word and I don't mean the one that you could say on the Pat McAfee show I mean <laughs> sacrifice right so for more on that let's bring Zach Lowe into this conversation thank you <laughs> <laughs> Zach, uh, what, what do you think the Warriors are going to have to do? What is the path? I know Mark Spears has, has reported in recent days that he expects to see Chris Paul starting. What is the path to sacrifice to seeing Chris Paul in the starting lineup? What does all that look like to you? Oh, Chris Paul is 38 years old. There's only so much adaptation he has left in his body. He's going to have to adapt, obviously, maybe to a new role, definitely to playing alongside Steph, definitely to playing a little faster. But the Warriors, if they're going to embrace what Chris Paul is and what they say he brings to their team, they got to lean in his direction a little bit. Like Chanae said, he can take care of some of their turnover problems. Every single Chris Paul team, A, tends to win more games than they did before, and B, has a really low turnover rate, and the Warriors could stand to stop throwing the ball all over the gym. As for whether he starts or not, I know what Mark said. I personally don't think it's settled, and I think this could be a really delicate issue in training camp and going forward, because Chris Paul has never come off the bench before, and the question I keep coming back to is two things. Number one, if he starts, Who's not starting among the starting five that was the best lineup in the NBA last year? It's not going to be Wiggins. It's probably not going to be Clay. Not going to be Draymond. Maybe. It's going to be Kevon Looney. You're going to start small like that. And Very B, small. if you keep talking about, if you keep talking about how Chris Paul is here, if Chris Paul is here to stabilize the offense when Steph is on the bench, then you kind of kind of maximize the minutes that Chris Paul plays while Steph is on the bench. The reality is he's probably going to come off the bench some. He's probably going to start some. But he may have to embrace a reserve role for big chunks of the season. That might be the first test this team has in coming together, like Draymond said. Right, because Draymond, as he mentioned to Ohm, it's the fabric of this team that needs to be reconfigured, recrocheted, if you will. And we'll see how they're able to do that. But I have the same understanding as you, Zach, from talking to people around the organization. There's still a lot of decisions that need to be made. They haven't even gotten to training camp yet. They need to see everybody out on the floor before they start 
start making those. All right, we're just getting started here on NBA Today. We need to get in a little bit more FIBA talk because Team USA, oh baby, they're in need of some reinforcements because they're expected, right, to win gold at the Olympics next summer. But is the top American talent enough to get it done? Plus, Adrian Wojnarowski, he joins us with the latest on the NBA's proposed resting policy for next season. Which teams could this affect the most? And one guy, I mean, he wasn't resting. The MVP of the FIBA World Cup, Dennis Schroeder, what he thinks of Germany's chances in Paris. He's going to join us in just a couple of minutes live. We're not, we're just getting started. Be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. NBA Today is brought to you by One Key. Rewards on any way you travel. I just put a rigid on the card. I ain't go playing ball. Welcome back to NBA Today. Woj is here with us, our senior NBA insider, because the NBA, Woj, as we know, it is built on star power. And all of us on the show, we have talked at nauseum about how much of a bummer it is, right, when star players rest, particularly in big games. But, Woj, where does the league stand on the NBA's attempt to maybe curb franchises resting star players, particularly during nationally televised games? Malika, there's going to be a vote tomorrow by the league's board of governors, and they are expected to pass uh, new rules that are going to give the league uh, far more latitude uh, in oversight on player resting and really elevating the punishments. Teams could be fined 
um, over a million dollars, $2 million for successive violations of wrestling policies. I think two factors. One, the league's negotiating a new uh, media rights deal. And certainly they want ratings. They want star players in those games. And they're introducing an in-season tournament. Mm. And those are two elements, certainly, I think, for the for their for television, uh, for building revenue over a period of time that are obviously going to be important to the league. They're going, I think, to put teams in a situation uh, where they're going to have to show a lot of evidence uh, that a player is not healthy when he sits. And then for, I think, the infant, for the fan experience in arenas, uh, for example, one of the parts of this uh, new legislation is going to be that teams who have multiple All-Stars cannot sit more than one, or they have to have, they, they can't sit more than one uh, in a given game. Hmm. Um, you know, last year you saw the Warriors at the end of a road trip sit four guys, uh, I think in New Orleans. They want to avoid those scenarios. Uh, so the league will vote on this tomorrow. You, I think it's expected to pass. Uh, the competition committee recommended it. And I think for the NBA, uh, I think for Adam Silver, this has been a huge priority uh, and the league wants uh, to find ways to get more star players on the court on more nights. As you mentioned, Woj, the vote for that is on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Houston Rockets guard Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested and charged with assault and strangulation after allegedly assaulting his girlfriend at a New York hotel on Monday morning. That's according to a New York City police spokesperson. And at Porter's arraignment today, prosecutors, they said the attack left a woman with a fractured neck vertebrae. So Woj, how are the NBA and how is the Houston Rockets approaching this? Yeah, the league's launched an investigation, Malika, and they'll handle it in the near term. I think the Houston Rockets, and just by the bylaws, you know, they can't suspend him. They can't waive him while this investigation's going on. But Adam Silver could put Kevin Porter Jr. on administrative leave. Uh, but certainly, I think his uh, future in Houston is very much in jeopardy. I think his future in the NBA, uh, given uh, Kevin Porter Jr.'s uh, 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 you know, going back a number of years to the USC, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Houston Rockets, um, problems have followed him. And there have been teams, certainly uh, Cleveland drafted him late in the first round uh, and essentially gave up on him. And you look at his contract in Houston, uh, it was a very team-friendly deal, non-guaranteed money after the first year. They would be on the hook for about 16, almost $17 million dollars if the Rockets were to waive him once he's either uh, convicted or the league comes down with a penalty, uh, but there's no question Kevin Porter Jr.'s future, not just with the Rockets, but in the NBA, uh, I think is very much in peril. These are extremely serious allegations. Kevin Porter Jr. was released on bail and is due back in a Manhattan court on October 16th. Now, as you mentioned, Woj, he was set to begin the first year, or rather is, of a four-year, $63 million rookie extension this season. Woj, as always, thank you for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Coming up on our show, LeBron James. He is spearheading recruitment for the next Summer Olympic Games. Who could join him? We discussed that and so much more. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today. Team USA failed to medal at the 2023 FIBA World Cup, but could help possibly be on the way? Well, sources told our Brian Windhorst that LeBron James and Anthony Davis, as well as Steph Curry, they are all interested in teaming up for Team USA for the 2024 Paris Games. Now, Curry has expressed interest, of course, to play for his current head coach in the NBA, Steve Kerr, in what would be Curry's Olympic debut. That is what sources tell ESPN. So back here once again with Cheney, with Zach, with Ohm. And Zach, you had an in-depth conversation on the wildly successful successful low post podcast with Tim McMahon and you discussed a little bit about okay who would you like to see so I ask you who would your ideal perfect starting five be for the Americans in 2024 at the Olympic Games in Paris so I'm a glass half empty guy all the time a pessimist (laughs) so let's assume that the U.S. cannot convince Joel Embiid to play for us so he's out so if, if given that reality I'm going Steph Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Team USA legends all, LeBron James, and at center, I'm going Bam Adebayo. You can argue for Anthony Davis, that's fine. You want to start him, that's awesome. Anthony Davis is amazing. I just, A, I'm I'm more convinced Bam's going to be healthy, and B, with all that star talent around him, what I really want from my center is passing. Someone who can pass out of the short roll like Draymond when (coughs) Steph draws two. And Bam can do that. He's a little more switchy on defense at this point in his career than AD is in that lineup with those three huge wings is built to switch my next three guys and you can start any of them if you want I gotta have Devin Booker mm-hmm. I gotta have Jimmy Butler because I need a little I need a little nasty on this team and then AD so those are my first eight dream team guys but that's my starting five you can yell at me if you, you want you know what I need a little nasty that's what I was gonna say I need a little nasty it's true it's true should I go for my list Malika yeah but he did eight so yeah he did eight but I'm gonna go five usual. but then he did his next up three which yeah. is cool too so here are my five and then I'll tell you who missed the cut. Appreciate you, today. LeBron, obvious. Steph, obvious. KD. Now, it was tricky for me. It was between Devin Booker mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum. Okay. And I just went for more shooting because you know if you pass it to D-Book, he's going to get you a bucket in isolation. Jason Tatum, super talented. So he's in my next up, but I went with Devin Booker. And to round out my starting five, I have AD because if you go LeBron, okay. Steph, KD, AD, and Booker, if those guys say they want to play, it's going to be hard to be like, you're not starting with all of those. So two differing from Zach Lowe's My D-Booker, yes. Yep. And, and then and my Anthony AD, Davis, he went bam. On a bio. Yep, exactly. what, what about you? So I am going to go for the dream team. And I am going to say that LeBron James is going to, and Grant Hill and company are going to recruit Joel Embiid. Ooh. Joel Embiid will be 
be my center. Uh, I'm going to go with Steph at point guard. I want the nasty in the starting lineup. I need a defender. I need someone to do all the dirty work. I'm putting Jimmy Butler at my starting two over Tatum. And then I'm going to have KD at small forward, LeBron at power forward, and, of course, Joel Embiid. Because here's the thing. You don't want Joel Embiid on the other side playing for somebody else like France. Yeah. You don't want to face him. Malika, Nikola Jokic is out there. How are you going to defend him? How are you going to counter him? Back out there. Right? Yep. They have trouble with bigs. All respect to Anthony Davis, but I got Joel Embiid as my starting That's five. really interesting because the only thing that kept me from Joel Embiid being in my starting five is I understand the fight for nationality, and it's complicated. Right. Um, thought Cameroon even potentially because you know he goes back and does camps. France, obviously, as well. I thought that was a sneaky, interesting pick. Here's on. the thing that I learned that all three of us, all, all three of you, all four of us, all the, the, the fan of the nasty is what I have learned on this show today. All you right. need a player that, yeah. Exactly, and Jimmy no Butler thing. certainly brings that, but no matter who dons the red, white, and blue next summer, it's just not going to be easy, and we were talking about this a little bit in the break, Janae. I am curious, Zach's thoughts here. Do you feel like we're just, we're past the point? It feels like there's there's almost a sense, I don't want to say entitlement, but there's this thought that, okay, Americans are the most talent, have the most talented team, the most talented players. Are we past the point where they can just skate by, where we can just skate by on that? Yeah, of course we are. The U.S. Has, has won only two of the last six World Cups. And obviously, we don't bring our best guys to the World Cup. But even some of the recent Olympic gold medal games against Spain were close games down the stretch. We needed some clutch buckets to win those games. Look, you go down the roster. The U.S., whether Jokic plays or not, whether Embiid plays for France or not, the U.S. are going to be the favorites in the Olympics. The talent is undeniable. The talent pool is still the starriest and the deepest, but the U.S. has to play well and play hard on yep. both ends of the floor to win all these games. The margin is like this now, and it hasn't been that big for a while. You go back and watch the 2008 gold medal game, the 2012 gold medal game. Those are good games. Yeah, I think globalization has been a high priority on Commissioner Adam Silver's list, and we're seeing the fruits of that, you know, expanding the game in so many different places, whether it's broadcast rights or literally I love the Basketball Africa League, right? So everyone has more opportunities to compete. There are more pipelines to discover talent, and that means national teams are going to continue to get better. Yeah. That being said, if these guys suit up, the U.S. is absolutely favorites. Now, the challenge when you play internationally is no matter how talented you are, I know this personally as well, you're going up against chemistry. You're going up against strategy. And sometimes Different it's game. just trying to keep you as uncomfortable as possible and hang around just to make a push. And we saw that in the World Cup. And so nothing is a given. Nothing yeah. is just like, oh, you guys have the best players in the world. Go and win. It's way more complicated than that these days. I don't think it's a lock or a guarantee, like we said, when Dream Team won, or even Dream Team, Redeem Team. Um, I think you can have the most talented team, but you also need to make sure all the pieces fit and they work together. And that's a lot of talent in that USA basketball. And I think what I liked about that one team with LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and Carmelo and Dwayne Wade, they had a veteran like Jason Kidd to make sure all of the guys fit and got along together and the chemistry was there. That's going to be extremely important when they build this team. You can have the most talented guys in the world, right. but you got to make sure that they all know their roles and they're all going to play defense on every possession and sure. give up shots. There's only so many shots you can take in international basketball <laughs> in 40 minutes or whatever it is. So they got to sacrifice a lot. Not to mention, there's only so many more times that it's like, doo, 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 here comes LeBron, doo, 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 here comes Steph, the pipeline. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, I just, I kind of wanted to do that. I was, it's, it's Tuesday and I'm feeling good. You know why else I'm feeling good? Because I just heard in my ear this Dennis Schroeder is sitting down as we speak. So come
coming up on NBA Today, Oktoberfest. It started a week early in Germany, I'm hearing, because the celebration of the World Cup champions continues. Dennis Schroeder, the tournament MVP, he joins us next. Oh, that was smooth. <laughs> Germany shocked the basketball world, taking gold in the FIBA World Cup. They capped off a perfect 8-0 run by beating the United States in the semis and then Serbia in the final. Dennis Schroeder, he led the way and was named tournament MVP. And here he was after the big win. Coming in here, uh, going 8-0. to relax. It's time to celebrate. And with that, I'd like to welcome in gold medalist FIBA MVP Dennis Schroeder to the show. Dennis, thank you so much for making the time. I mean, you were in Manila Sunday, Frankfurt this morning. Are you hitting Oktoberfest next? How long is the celebration going to last here? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we flew back today uh, with the whole team, had a ceremony in Frankfurt and uh, enjoyed it, you know, with the fans. Um, and then we drove back to my hometown three hours, uh, you know, with my three kids and uh, with wifey, my two nannies and uh, my mom. Everybody was there for the ceremony. So uh, my birthday is in three days. So oh. uh, we probably going to celebrate it until then. Absolutely. The celebration continues. We were chatting a little bit about this in the break as, as we say hello to a friend who is joining us in this interview as well. But, but Dennis, what does this win mean for Germany? Hello. I mean, for Germany, that's, that's big time. You know, I've been uh, with the national team for 10 years now. And uh, we've been going uh, through it a little bit, you know, and uh, creating, you know, like a culture commitment for everybody who's playing. And um, I mean, for me, you know, it's been a big part um, to play for the national team. So uh, it's, just, uh, it's just big. I mean, for the country, we never, uh, you know, we never uh, won a World Cup before. And um, I mean, the ceremony was just was awesome. Everybody there, everybody, you know, crying about, you know, winning the World Cup. Yeah. So uh, it was big for, for our country. Dennis, I have to ask, you were wearing a World Champions T-shirt at the celebration rally this morning. So, so I'm curious, who has the true claim? There's been so much discussion to World Champion. Is it Germany? Is it the Denver Nuggets? How, how do we, where do we fall here? Ah, that's uh, always, um, I mean, uh, World Cup is, um, you know, every country representing, um, every every country, you know, got a chance to win. I mean, Denver Nuggets is a, it's a, it's a great ball club. And I mean, you know, they, they beat us in the, in the uh, Western Conference Finals. And, um, and um, I mean, respect to them, but I mean, World Cup is, you know, uh, it's the real, I mean, World Cup where everybody represents, you know, the countries and uh, and we take that one for sure. So you're you're gonna you're gonna take the world world champion title at least for right now. I, I am curious, Dennis. We've we've talked so much uh, about the the contributions here on NBA Today that you made to the Lakers last season. Obviously, you're with the Toronto Raptors now. What led you to that decision? Why was the Raptors the best fit for you? I 
think uh, Darko, you know, uh, the head coach. Um, this is first year as a head coach as well. You know, I met him uh, five years ago, I think, in OKC. Uh, we became friends, and I liked how he was coaching, you know, um, myself and uh, the team. And uh, he called me right away, you know, and he took over. And um, I definitely said, you know, to my agent, uh, I said, I want to I wanna be there. I want to be a part of that. And um, I think it's a great fit, you know, just to play like the national team type, you know, and handle the ball a little bit more, um, go out and run, you know, on the defensive end, active, and then just run up our defense. Um, I think it's a great fit. Lastly, Dennis, before we let you go, because I am impressed with your level of focus with, with all of your beautiful children saying hello during this interview as well. But you beat Team USA. You beat a, a roster that is full of NBA players. I know usually you let your game speak for yourself, but any trash talking going to go on during the season as you see some of the players that you beat? No, not really. I mean, uh, I mean it's always an emotional game, you know, when, uh, when it gets heated, people talking. And, um, I mean, I... I uh, I love that uh, about the game, but end of the day, you know, there was World Cup and um, I mean, there was uh, two days ago, um, of course, uh, that we accomplished that, you know, um, it's great and an honor for our country, but, um, you know, we leave it at that. Uh, of course, we're really happy about it, but uh, when the NBA season starts, then um, we got to focus on that. We'll leave it at that until Paris in 2024. Dennis Schroeder, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. Happy early birthday. Go enjoy the time with your family because the season starts in six weeks already. I can't believe it. Congratulations once again. Thank you. Coming up on NBA Today, we take a look back at some of the greatest game winners and the ones who came from players who never got drafted. Plus, the story of one player looking to defy the odds himself. That's coming up next. You're watching NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. So it's that time of the show where usually we glance at the clock, we say, oop, realizing that it is almost time for us to be done for today. But before we bounce, did you all see this video on social media of TikTok creator Jimmy Darts and G League hopeful Reggie Rogers? If not, this is sure to make you smile. We're going to give you $20,000. Huh? 24 hours earlier, I met Reggie, who was experiencing homelessness while trying to make it to the NBA. Do you mind if I shoot with you for a little bit? I got no problem with that, Reggie. Oh, uh, Jimmy, good to meet you, Jimmy. Hey. Do you play at all? Right now, I'm training for the G League, so. Oh, dang, I see the shirt, man. Oh, yeah. Someone my... passed away. Yeah, my homie died a couple months ago. Dang. I feel like the, the sun's going to come out through those clouds, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely man. is. I'm waiting for it. After shooting around with Reggie, I surprised him with $500, and he was blown away and then shared this with me. Dude, like crazy. I'm, I'm still trying to comprehend. I've been going in and out of shelters, in and out of people's houses since really? I was like 13, eight Amen. years old. I've been doing this for a long time. This ain't, this ain't nothing new to me. Yeah. I'm used to pain. The next day, I met up with Reggie to give him the surprise of a lifetime. He would just tell me you had no good shoes to hoop in and your dream shoe was a Kyrie. Last pair in your size, so there you go, bro. Hey, bro. There you go, man. People donated last night from around the world for you $20,000. Huh? So you can chase your dreams. Yeah, yeah, man. And somebody hit me up that has a G League contact and is going to get you a tryout. 
Pretty awesome, huh? I mean, kindness, it goes a long way, and so does $20,000. But check out where that GoFundMe is up to now. It's pretty incredible. Over $31,000 have been raised for Reggie. And yesterday, I got a chance to catch up with both Reggie and Jimmy. I am so happy to welcome in Reggie Rogers and Jimmy Darts, who you just saw in that video to NBA Today. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making a little bit of time with us. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate for having us. We are so excited. You, we're excited to get caught up <laughs> on, on where you are now. Is this, you guys were saying good to see you. When was the last time you all had a conversation, saw each other, even over video? Oh, I don't know. What was that? Maybe, uh, we, we talked on the phone last week. We talked on the phone a couple times last week. Yeah. yeah. He's been, he's been Before busy that, studying for school. So, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great segue. It's a great place to start. Reggie, can you just tell us a little bit? Let's go back. Can you tell me a little bit about what was going on in your life that day in the videos that we just saw? Uh, the videos you just seen, uh, I was training. I was trying to get back into the grind of basketball, and trying to get back to hooping. Last year, I tried out for the, the Timberwolves, and I, it was just a, a G League tryout. So I didn't make it, but I tried, I wanted to try out again, and I was going through some of my homies. My homie died a couple months ago. I was kind of is my head was just in a bad space. And the only place that I can get to was basketball. And every time I go on that court, it just lets me open my head up and lets me see things. And and that day, Jimmy called me at the park or at the at the church. And that that's a, it's a crazy moment, just even going back on thinking. It's like where my head was, I didn't have a one mind where I was going to be going. I was just so messed up at that moment. And it helped me, it helped me open my eyes up a lot. I got to try out September, September 24th for the Iowa Timberwolves. Um, hopefully... Hoping, hoping I can make it for the team. But if not, um, I'm at Anoka Ramsey trying to get my education with business and management. Um, I'm in my second year will be for uh, associates. Jimmy, what message would you like to leave our NBA Today viewers with? Yeah, basically, if you have a dream, keep it going. Don't give up. And uh, like, you know, everyone has gold inside of them. And sometimes that gold can be covered up through situations, through hard things that happen in life. But in deep down in everyone, there's amazing gold and you just need someone to believe in you. And even if you can't find someone to believe in you, God believes in you and that's all you need. So go chase it. Yeah. And so I wish Reggie best of luck. I'll be at his tryout for the G League. And uh, no matter what happens, he's an amazing <laughs> We got a good friendship. Reggie, the GoFundMe that Jimmy set up for you, it now has raised over $31,000. In addition to that incredible amount of money, what stood out to me though, on your GoFundMe page were the comments. This inspired me to chase my dreams even more. You're so inspiring, you deserve it. That's what people were saying to you. What do you hope people take from your story? I hope that they see that it, it was real and it's, it's believed. Like if somebody sees you, it's, some, it's somebody in the world that's gonna see you. And you just gotta take the opportunity and just keep grinding, keep putting your, your foot first. And the journey is you gotta put that there. If it's hard to get there, but just keep fighting. Somebody's gonna see it. It's a belief, I believe in it. I mean, how incredible was that? Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Reggie, for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. We are rooting for you, Reggie. We cannot wait to see what you can do with those G League tryouts that are coming out in just a couple of weeks and something else that I know I cannot wait for, the WNBA playoffs. They are right around the corner. They tip off tomorrow with a doubleheader of game ones in the best of three first-round series. And then they start off with the Lynx and the Sun at 8 Eastern. That's on E2. Then the Sky. They square off against the top-seeded Aces on ESPN and the app. 
and then they continue Friday with game one for another super team, the second seed of Liberty. They host the seventh seeded Mystics at 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN2. And then we got the 4-5 matchup between the Wings and the Dream. WNBA countdown will get you ready at 7 on both nights. Our very own Shanae Gumake, she's going to be out there as well. Coming up on NBA Today, when Draymond Green has the mic, you know we are bringing it back. So exactly how many championships are the Warriors going to win additionally? A little some one or none in 60 seconds. NBA Today is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. And Arby's. Arby's. We have the meats. To be fair, I think this team ultimately maxed out. This is not a championship team. If we were, we'd be moving on. We have some monster breaking news. Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors as they try to maximize this window. CP, let's get it. I mean, I'm excited. They ain't got no choice but to be a whole lot of fun. Draymond Green is coming back. Back with the brothers, back with the band. The championship window is still open for the Warriors. This offseason, Draymond Green, he signed a new four-year, $100 million deal to return to the Golden State Warriors for his 12th season. And while he's back at his alma mater at Michigan State this weekend, our very own Om Young Masuki caught up with Draymond where he discussed going for championship number five. Take a listen. You start talking about history, uh, five championships. Like, I think that obviously it puts us in, in rare, even more rare air than we are in. Um, but it's the goal, you know, and, and by the way, the goal isn't to stop at five. The current goal is to just get to five. And, you know, it, it puts you in a, in a totally different conversation. I don't, I don't like to necessarily put a number on things, but I don't see why we can't get two more championships. Why not? I don't see anything in a way stopping that. There's great players in the NBA, I don't doubt that. But I don't see anything stopping us from getting two more championships, so why not? You heard Draymond. Why not? Why not two? Zach, were you surprised to hear this from him? How many titles do you think are actually realistic for this new-look Warriors team? I love the confidence that the Warriors core has done everything in the NBA. Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer, but winning one championship is hard. They've won four Two of them came when they had KD and a completely unbeatable super team. Winning one is hard. And as for why not, there's a big fella down in Denver who's going to have something to say about everything that happens in the Western Conference for a long time. There's age. There's injuries. Look, the odds are on zero greater than two being the most likely outcome of, in terms of how many more they have left in them. But the window is still open. They're in my inner circle of contenders this year. But if you're asking me zero, one, or two, I'm sorry, Draymond. I'm going zero. I don't feel great about it. Makes me sad. Mm. But that's that seems most likely to me. Well, as Oma and I were talking about, we know that Clay Thompson has taped up in his locker the number of players who have won five titles. It is a short list. It is his motivation. It is their motivation. And while the championship future of the Warriors is one we're going to debate for a long time, as long as this core is intact, we do need to get a little bit to the NFL here. Because did you guys see uh, what happened last night? If not, take a listen. How do you think the preseason went? Uh, it went pretty good, you know. I just want to let you know, man, you're a New York Jet. 
Sam Martin to punt. Deep back the rookie Gibson. It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Breaks the tackle 40. Comes to the near side of the punt with the 50. Blockers in front at the 40. At the Bills 30. Inside the 20. Stutter steps to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. And such a touchdown. This game is over. All right, so that was undrafted rookie Xavier Gibson, and his story is chronicled on Hard Knocks training camp with the New York Jets, which is streaming right now on Max. Obviously, the Jets' future a little bit in flux after everything that happened with Aaron Rodgers and his Achilles. NFL Live is going to have a little bit more on that. We're not going to try to break down all of that, but what we are going to do is show you a little top of the top of thrilling endings of NBA games. But here's a catch. All of these game winners are from undrafted free agent okay. players. So we're going to go back. To 2012. Oh, yeah. Lynn Sanity. It, like, that moment was wild for the NBA. Jeremy Lynn, like, in, I mean, the garden. Exactly. Being able to do what he did for the Knicks. That was so much fun. In, in Canada, but in a, yeah. I mean, yeah. Raptors the fans, era. Yeah. And in the showing garden. all us Asians that we can do it, Malika. We can do it. Oh, um, you know what? The stage is yours, my friend. <laughs> uh, we are going to keep it with the Knicks because John Starks, this is 1997? Not quite. Oh, Insane. man. Like, what? John Starks, <laughs> as they always used to say at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh, that is just cold-blooded. Took a little time. Well, we can talk about another guy who lived out his dream. He was once bagging groceries yeah. before he was in the NBA. That's yeah. incredible. Those stories are just, are just amazing. Uh, Om, you asked for this one, actually. I okay, yes. which one? Because you were covering. <laughs> yes, you were covering I don't know if anybody knows Brooklyn. who Milt Palacio is, but New Jersey Nets fans will never forget Milt Palacio. A steal off the inbound and then throws it up before the buzzer to beat them. This is like something as a player you dream about, like right. having that type of lucky moment. Well, Jazz or fans skillful. aren't oh, going to forget this Byron one Scott. coming up. <laughs> this, is, this is something else I feel like you dream about. When you're on a 10-day contract and then mm. you shine like this, when this is your moment, ooh, 2010. I'm sorry, I'm focused on the jerseys right now. I'm also focused on LeBron James, uh, yeah, LeBron James watching James that shot go down. <laughs> I know. Look at it. That, that's just incredible. Oh, we're doing That's, we're that's oh. what every player dreams about doing. Get on the Standing table. Standing up on, the, ta- on yeah. the, the, the table. And then, of course, we got Mr. TJ. Yep. Yeah, smooth. That was oh, smooth. Nice. That was smooth. Oh, mellow. Poor mellow. Oh, I love man. it. The fist pump. Our friend Danny Green in in there. Yeah. I love how it's like the game face afterwards. You're that guy. You're that guy. Um, and then before before we head out today, I'm not sure if you all saw this as well. Apparently, I know there are some folks, including our, our friend Shannon, talking about, well, maybe Tom Brady could make another return. But for now, Janae, look at his Wait, floor. hold on. Is this Tom Brady? Tom Brady yes. is in the gym. Was, wasn't he with, with Chris Brickley? Yes. Wasn't he with, is he the one that was playing with MJ? Yes, Tom Brady played with Michael so, Michael Jordan in, in the Yo, video. he's smooth with it, though. So all I'm saying is it looks kind of good. <laughs> it's and not bad. He, he captured, you know, I got to keep up with my kids. I got to keep up with all the kids these days. But I'd say he's doing more than catching up. All right, we're going to leave the NFL to the real NFL smooth. folks. NFL Live is coming up. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.